Hello and welcome to Cruisin' for a Reviewsin', the podcast where I get a friend to watch a Tom Cruise movie they've never seen before and then review it with me. I am your host, Cara Westworth, and today I am joined by my friend Rachel. Hi, Cara. Thanks for having me. You are welcome. We have just watched a very special film. Mm-hmm. It is an 80s Tom Cruise film, so we're back to the good old 80s. It was made in 1985, directed by Ridley Scott, and it's called Legend. Oh, what a legend. It is a, what you would describe as a dark fantasy movie. So I guess a point of reference, if you haven't seen this, would be things like, uh, what do you call it? Labyrinth. Labyrinth, Dark Crystal. Yeah. All those Willow. 80s. Willow. Oh, I love Willow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So any of those 80s. Um, Princess Bride would almost be yep. probably a dark I fantasy so. as well. Yeah. So it's um, one of those. You may not have heard of it. I had I think I vaguely knew about it because of my love of Tim Curry, who was also in it. But otherwise, yeah, I really didn't know anything about this movie. The only reason I knew of it was because I watched a montage that someone had put together on YouTube of Tim Curry laughing in all of his movies, his big evil <laughs> laugh. Yep. And then suddenly this demon version of him popped up. I'm like, what the fuck is this? I need to find this movie. And of course, because I'm an idiot and lazy, I didn't. And thought I've got it instantly. And now we're now we're here. Now we're, we're here. Now I'm forcing you to review it yes, with me. <laughs> it was perfect. I was like, oh my god, this is the movie that I thought about a few years ago that I never followed up on. So Wonderful. It was perfect. Thank you. Well, Legend 1985, because you haven't seen it before, can you tell me what you thought? There were definitely some weaknesses. I really wanted to like it a lot. I had this, I don't know, I, I love this genre. And even if like there are some flaws in any of the other movies we listed, I still really love them. And there are parts of this movie that I really liked, but ultimately it was not my favorite of these genres. And as much as I love Tim Curry and he was just this dynamo in it, there are parts that I just couldn't forgive yes so watching it the first time i synced it up with lauren a friend of the podcast Mm -hmm. and we were just texting each other constantly throughout it so i watched the first time and i was like that ruled i can't believe that's not like labyrinth and everything like really you know have this cult following and why i hadn't heard of it before but then i watched it last night and I was like, I see what now, why? Like, mm. even though it's a Ridley Scott film, it feels, I don't know, it just doesn't feel like it quite made the mark. Mm. I don't know if it's because apparently the first cut was two and a half hours long and now it's an hour and a half. Um, I read a little bit of trivia that apparently he heard some stoners talking about it after a screening and... Whatever, whatever. Although I don't know what they said. As I said, after overhearing some um, pot smokers, he cut it down to an hour and a half from the two and a half. And I, I wonder what they said. Like, surely, if you're yeah. stoned, maybe like a two and a half hour. Maybe the, they were like, yeah, time yeah man, it was mean so anything. good. Yeah. And maybe he's like, oh, the stoners like it. Maybe Even, I'm going to cut it down. <laughs> like, damn it, my target audience is really like ragging on it. Yeah. But yeah, it was. It was visually beautiful, beautiful. Mm. like at all the costumes, set designs, I was blown away and so intrigued. It was just really weak dialogue and the storyline was just choppy and insane. Mm. And I think they must have cut a lot out. Yeah. And I think maybe it was also perhaps a little bit too dark mm. for younger audiences. Like Labyrinth and everything have really dark moments. Like yep. I remember watching Labyrinth as a little kid and being terrified like of the hands and yep. there were certain elements that really scared me. But otherwise the whole movie there were like still really fun light bits. Yeah. Whereas this didn't have that. No. Well, also no musical numbers. The music was a weird one. There was, I don't know, because there's so many cuts of it as well. Mm. So I feel like I would watch the direct- director's cut just yes. going by what the ending was, uh, which we'll go into later. 
but not knowing what the music cut was either. Yeah, mm. I'm not 100% sure which one I watched, but every now and then there'd be actual music and then there'd just be insane synth or yeah. sounds. I think it was, wasn't that Tangerine Dream? Maybe. Who did the music for Risky Business? And yeah. Movie, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which uh, really not suitable not for this thing. particular genre. No. Like, you know, an 80s movie about capitalism makes a lot more sense than yeah. a dark fantasy movie. But I digress. Uh, let's uh, have a little discussion of what goes on in this movie. So uh, Tom Cruise is the hero. Mm-hmm. He is, plays Jack. I is he human? He's like a he's like a face. I call him a forest boy or something. I was like, what? When I first saw him in it, I was like, is he a wild boy? Like he mm. had almost like no humany yeah. interaction. In the first, like you know, we'll get into it. But it was like, is he all there? Like, mm. is is his character fully aware of you know? Maybe he's a bit of a Mowgli where he's like more of the forest than he is of civilization or the humans, yeah. you know? Or is he part elf or yeah. so I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So no idea. He his little out, tatty outfit reminded me of a of Peter Pan. Peter Pan, yeah. definitely. And also his beautiful long hair. That was his hair. Yep. Real yep, hair. Yeah, just real really long hair and mm. kind of feathered and then in a ponytail. I'm Sweeping like, across yeah. his face all the time. <laughs> it was a very yeah, it was definitely it was it was a statement. And also just it is t- it literally is Tom Cruise, but it doesn't feel like it's Tom Cruise at any mm-hmm. point in the movie. Like, no, it's very it's a very if you especially if you've watched a lot of Tom Cruise, and I'll admit I've watched more Tom Cruise movies since listening to Cruising for Reviews than I've ever <laughs> in my whole life. So now I feel like I'm quite saturated in Tom Cruise, mm. his mannerisms, how he acts, and this was very strange. I wrote in here, I wrote some notes, and I just said. Tom Cruise, young, all teeth and eyebrow hairs. Oh, so, my God, he is. He, well, he still had his amazing monobrow, which uh, I just wish. Well, It, it was actually endearing. I love yeah. this close-up of his really strange little face because it's so young and you, you know this face. You've seen it, but it's not how you, you – almost is warped because of how youthful he is and he's got these big smile, these giant teeth and these, just these hairs all over his like, – Yeah. All, all, all like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that, that's Jack. Uh, the next character is his true love, which is Lily, played by Mia Sara. And she is literally a princess. Mm-hmm. Uh, she looks like a princess. She acts like a princess. Like her interaction with some, I don't know, they're peasants or whatever. Mm. But like, she's like, you need to act more like a princess. princess and she's lady. like, oh. But yeah, there, away. there was no real, apart from that little... I don't know, like peasant or whoever it was. There was no real princessy. Like she, she was a princess because this. I don't know. I felt like we didn't know anything about her history. No, or nothing. What kingdom she was from? You know, there was no. There was no. She's in the forest now. There's a peasant house that she visited, stole biscuits, and then saw Jack. But it's like, yeah, I'm a princess, and yeah, and no, now, absolutely no context. I've for... gone. I've gone. You know, a wall for a bit, and yeah. I'm gonna like scurry around the forest with you for a bit, and yeah. And hang out with my maybe human, maybe not boy mm. that I've got the hots for. Mm. Uh, yeah, that's 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 all we really know about Lily. There are some more characters, but we'll we'll get to them. They mm. are they are the main ones. Um, Mia Sara, you might also know from what's that movie? The one with Matthew Broderick when he's a naughty naughty oh, boy yeah, who leaves school. She's the boyfriend. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. That's the one. Yeah. I don't like that movie because he's a naughty boy. Yeah, he's just... I watched it as an adult and I didn't watch it as a child and or as a teenager and I'm just like, well, the principal was right to to be yeah. mad at him. And I, like, the best friend, whatever his name is, the goofball, I just, oh, my heart always went out to him and I always felt so mad and sad that he got dragged into it. I don't even yeah. remember the specifics, but I remember whenever I watch it, I'm like, this poor guy, he's sick <laughs> and he's being dragged around as a third wheel. He's being completely used up and just, just 
scrunched in a ball and discarded by his friend who's just got everything. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. It, yeah. So I'm glad me. you feel the same way because yeah. I felt very angry for that mm-hmm. movie. So, yeah, that's what Mia Sara is also from. Uh, so a lot of, I imagine a lot of teen boys had big old crushes on her. Yeah, she's pretty well. pretty. Yeah, she's very pretty. Yeah. So we, actually, we will introduce another character because mm-hmm. it actually opens on him. His name is Darkness and he essentially looks like the devil, uh, but his name is Darkness and he's not the devil. Mm. I guess he's maybe a demon, I guess. He's like a hyper devil. He's exaggerated. So and- just like... Yeah, imagine when you think of, like, a cartoon devil but, like, make the horns bigger and make him even more... Imposing and yeah. insane. Yeah, and that is the... played by Tim Curry mm. and you would not recognise him. Well, you don't really see him for the first half of the movie. Mm. He, you see his little finger come out from behind a, a, a throne and he's jabbing it in his little goblin boy's face. Yeah. Telling him what to do and you hear Tim Curry's dulcet baritone voice. Yeah. And you know it's him and you get all excited because you're like, ooh, here he is. And and they, they I like that part of it where they keep him hidden mm. and he's just this like sort of shadowy figure where you don't really, you don't know exactly, you can't visualise him. So Yeah, um, just when you see it, just like a red hand. Like yeah. he, he could be look like anything at that point. Yeah. But I think they, would, they didn't do that so much like to build tension or whatever. Mm. It was literally because the makeup was so horrendous. So excruciating for yeah. Tim Curry to... Because apparently the horns were like so heavy and he, he had couldn't to wear a harness. Yeah, he had to wear a special harness and it took so long to take it off. So one day he ripped him off and took off half his skin and his face. So yep. they're like, maybe we won't make him wear makeup mm. too much. Yeah. Which is a good call, but yeah, it ended up being actually. It actually worked. I yeah, felt. Yeah. One of the things. Knowing, not knowing what he looked like for so long, and just knowing he had this ominous thing where he basically wants the world to be dark forever. Uh, he wants to destroy. He wants. What do you say? Sunshine is my destroyer. Something about innocence. Just yeah, he, catching this evil plan. Innocence. I felt like his vibe was innocence is what lets the sun rise. Mm. And so he needs to destroy innocence to destroy the sun because he hates the sun. It will. He hates it. He needs darkness to rule. Mm-hmm. I get that. You know, I kind of connected with him on that. I really dislike the sun. It reminded me mostly of Mr. Burns, mm. like setting up the thing for block the sun. <laughs> Pretty much it. So he's like, he's, he's told his little guy, his little goblin, um, which I I love, love the visuals of the goblins mm. and all the monsters and everything. Tells him, you need to go on a mission to just, just get rid of this innocence shit that's plaguing the forest and then we can reign in a dark world and I will be the master. And, yeah, so that's a plot set up pretty nicely. Mm-hmm. And that's when we – so that's where we see Lily singing in the garden. She loves – I mean, I said there was no songs in this – Lily does sing randomly a lot, mm-hmm. just mostly inappropriately. She's Insane. like, shall I sing to you? You're like, no, it's a really tense yeah. situation. Can you please stop? Yeah. We've just had a fight. <laughs> <Fuck off. laughs> uh, so she's singing. That's when she sees the peasants and they're like, you need to act more like a princess. She's like gobbling biscuits. Yeah. And... Oh, you now. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'll do what I want. I'm a fucking princess. <laughs> and yeah, she goes outside and she's looking for Jack and calling out for him. And then Jack just appears. He just falls like he there's a little bit of tension where you see gobbos like running around the forest as well so then she's out there she's starting to get nervous she's like oh jack and then you hear rustling and you think oh my god the goblins have found her is she the innocence that they're gonna kill and then this little peter panish sort of from behind goblin-esque looking figure drops out of a tree behind her and is crouching and watching her and she gets startled and she realizes it's him and is like oh silly jack oh and then he just stares at her he doesn't say hello or yeah. doesn't even this is when i was like is he just like a wild boy who can't speak like because it was very intense not smiling really kind of like a like a 
sinister curl to his lip, but just looking at her. Mm. And she's like, oh, I got you some biscuits. I made you some biscuits. I'm like, what? And this is when I first said, like, what is going on? Yeah, that's that, that's how we introduced uh, my, I believe my note on is that he leaves out of a tree, tiny tunic and boots, mm-hmm. because that's how you would describe him. Mini skirt. Yeah, it's mm. tiny. And this movie is a delight because it's just upskirt shots of Tom Cruise the whole time, just his, crotch shots. His little felt swaddled package is just <laughs> sitting there the whole time, it's always mid-screen as well, and it's just his little teeth and eyebrow heads and fuzzy little package just there. That's all you see, really. One thing I did want to bring up as well that I wrote down that was confusing, Nell, back to Nell, she's, Princess is acting like she's really busy. She's like, oh, I've got all this shit to do. I'm too busy, I'm too busy. Yeah. And then she runs off into the forest just to faff around with Jack. Yeah. Who yeah. 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 think you are? Why are you even saying that? Yeah. Like. Yeah. I'm too busy to be princess. I'm yeah, gonna, oh, no, yeah. I'm really busy. I've got to go now. Give me all your biscuits. And then she runs off. And then just gives them all to Jack anyway. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that was... It's just like, I don't know. They're, they're kind of just underlying the the vibe that she's a bit of a brat, I think. Yes. Which is a little bit sad. and You know, they're, they're kind of just showing these little inconsistencies. She lies to him about the biscuits and brags that she made them. Mm. And he was eating them and didn't still not commenting. No word from him. He's just gobbling down the biscuits, staring at her. And she's like, oh, yeah, okay, I didn't actually make them. Oh, <laughs> And he's just, are they sweet enough for you, Jack? And oh, yeah, it was weird. Yeah, it's a weird establishing shot of the characters. But mm. uh, at one point, I just wrote a note, hugging a fox, which I screamed out. Because he's like hugging a, a, a live real fox. fox. It's real. It's live. And I watched this with Mitch and he pretty much, he was shocked by this. <laughs> he's like, there's a fox in this. And he, Tom Cruise is holding a fox. So that's pretty magical, I guess, especially yeah. for you to see Tom Cruise holding a beloved forest animal who looks like he's really enjoying yeah, it. Yeah, he's having a nice time. He's not trying, he's not struggling or anything so (laughs) i'm like i love foxes this is wonderful yeah so that was kind of cute um it's just them in this idealistic sort of forest scene so like fairy tale foresty like everything is just the lighting the way it's lit is just beautiful there's like petals falling and Mm -hmm. shafts of sunlight and all these animals around them and she's talking about how she wants to learn how to speak rabbit and then jack's like it's too hard for you yeah (laughs) you can't speak rabbit (laughs) it was a little bit of a yeah it was it was and that's what I'm saying about this. The dialogue is all in, insane for me. I just couldn't understand. We're, we're sort of plunged into this world like we're meant to know mm. what's actually going on, but we don't. And there's all these contradictions where people are saying silly little lies for no reason mm. and they're not being acknowledged at all, which is fine, I guess. But then there's this discussion about learning languages of the animals, which is cute, I guess, but it becomes almost like, well, no, you can't learn. I don't know. I, f- I felt the dialogue was insanely unnecessary at times and didn't help understand who they were or what they were doing. Mm. And they're meant to be innocent, true love. Mm. But it, was, it wasn't a very, yeah, it, was, it, was, it felt strange to me. Yeah. I don't know. And I think also I read that all those scenes in the forest, because the um, ambient sound was so loud, everything was dubbed. It was very dubbed, yeah. So I think that kind that of made, made a difference hard. to it. Yeah, it made it, you kind of couldn't immerse yourself and in it maybe. I don't know. This but visually, looked great. Like, yeah, fox there. Everything's beautiful. That's exactly the world I would like to live in. Please. Yeah, I'm sure it was fairies just floating around. Well, actually, there are because one comes up soon. Yeah, but uh, he's like, no, I can't teach you rabbit. But I've got a surprise I want to show you. And basically, he is going to show her two unicorns. Attempts to blindfold her. Yeah. And then this part confused me as well. She's like oh, don't you trust me? He's like, yeah, I trust you. And then just continues to blindfold her. <laughs> like, well, 
I felt like maybe they got their lines wrong or something and maybe he was sent, meant to say I, I just felt that it was weird as so I was like, I trust you, yeah. not being with his eyes and then not trusting her and blindfolding <laughs> her. I'm like, oh. And okay. as it turns out, he absolutely should not have trusted her no. because you see these and the people who don't know me in real life might not realise that I fucking love unicorns. Mm-hmm. I have a unicorn tattooed to my arm. I love them. So it's well, the first time I saw this, I was like, holy shit, there's unicorns and Tom Cruise. And they're so good. Like these horses are frolicking. They're frolicking. They've got these awesome horns that you kind they of... They kind of glitter a bit too. Everything's covered in glitter yeah. and they're, they're so nice. Every time you look at their little faces, it's just even their sweat's glitter. Like yeah. everything's glitter. But the horses are just, they're really spectacular. They're their horns are really awesome. Like, they've done it well. Mm. I, I love it. And yeah, really convincing unicorns. Whale, or like dolphin whale noises is like their, like, yeah. their language, I felt. But they also snorted and did horsey things. So mm. that was kind of, I was like, ooh. Like, it gave them a bit of a mi- mystery sort yeah. of feel. Like, are we hearing them actually communicate? Mm. or What is, is this? Yeah. yeah. They sound like horses to us, but they actually communicate like whales. Mm-hmm. No, it's just sonar, which is kind of a strange thing. Uh, yeah, so we get to see them. and They've also been... Followed. Oh, the, yeah, the goblins are, and what do they call? I think they call them ugly one horn, one horn mule. Yeah. Basically, innocence is basically summed up by unicorns. Yeah. So the goblins want to kill the unicorns because that will destroy all innocence. And Jack is showing Lily these unicorns to show her pure, pure innocence. But Lily's like, no worries. Gets up and starts. Does she start singing? So what she does is they're hiding and they're watching them. She's mesmerized. And then she gets up and she just starts marching towards them. Yep. And Jack's like, Appalled. He, but he doesn't do anything. He screams really insanely. Yeah. He's like, no. <laughs> like really intensely instantly without yeah. saying oh hey mate just wait yeah. like just so you know like no <laughs> communication at all they'll say please don't disturb them no probably didn't tell her anything on the way either no so she's like oh good there's this little and i'm a princess and this is a gift obviously and now i'm gonna go and get take my gift yeah. like so he screams and is horrified but just stays where he yeah. is and she looks back at him and the look she gives him is just this dead face stare <laughs> like you won't stop me and then <laughs> turns back and then marches on through to go, I don't know, be with the unicorns. Yeah. And, and he's like, them. oh, no, oh, no, in the in, but stays where he is. Yeah. Which is, really I guess, I, I don't know why. I'm like, well, you should probably get up and stop her. But, like, maybe you're not, you know, maybe you're not even allowed to approach them. And he so, didn't want to scare them more. Or yeah. I guess there's ways you could describe it. But just a little communication, man, would really yeah, help. Yeah, just like you can't, you're not allowed to touch him. You'll ruin everything. Yeah. No, she goes and touches them. And, you know, he's really, really upset. And he, she comes back to him. and Well, the is, unicorns freak out a bit at first. Yeah. And then they kind of calm down. They're like, okay, well, maybe I will, will like you, lady. And then that's when the goggles strike. They Yeah, oh, yeah. She, she's about to touch them. And he doesn't know that the goblins are in the woods watching and the unicorns now still because they were frolicking before. Yes. And so they're like, sweet, I can take my shot now. Loved the little poison barb. They have mm. this little toad that they open up. Yeah. And then they dip a little thing inside this like really manky little toad contraption for their poison, which I freaking loved. Yeah. Everything about their costumes and yeah. who they are, love them. And then they shoot this little air dart or something, pricks the unicorn on the butt right when she touches it. So it looks like she's disturbed him and the yeah. unicorn freaks out. So it really looks like it's like set up to say you did this. Yes. And, yeah, this is the goblin's chance to destroy innocence. They've mm-hmm. poisoned a unicorn. Lily retreats mm-hmm. and Jack lectures her. Jack's pissed. Yeah, he's, he's, like, he's a mad boy. Did. And she was like, all I wanted to do was touch it. All I wanted to do. It's like, well, you can't just fucking touch and it. And then she's like, well, let me sing to you. Like, fuck off. And then he's like, 
Yeah, sweet. Let's do that. And then they have a really, they instantly go into a sweet. Oh, we've gotten over that now. We're, we're yeah, they, they get over it so quickly, which is, oh. yeah, that was, that, that I'm watching it this time, like, oh, okay, that's silly. Because mm. uh, she's like, are you afraid to kiss me, Jack? He's like, I'm afraid you'll break my heart. I'm like, where'd that come from? Like, yeah, calm down. <laughs> Yeah. Like, oh, afraid that you'll go touch all the animals you're not allowed to touch and yeah. ruin everything. Well, you just need to just let me know, man. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and all these, and then thing, tension builds because there's dark clouds yep. uh, oh, and you developing in the distance. see scenes of the goblins tracking the sick unicorn. So it's kind of, I guess it's falling asleep or something. Something's happening to it because it yep. got pricked with the, with the toad poison. So now he's being tracked by the goblins and then you snap back to them being loving on this cliff somewhere yep and then this this scene that doesn't make sense no it's insane where he she sets up a challenge for him about basically he kind of assumes that they're going to be together forever mm-hmm. which is like i'm a princess i get to choose my i get to set up challenges for my suitors mm-hmm. and she's like i challenge you i takes off her ring and she's like you have to find bring this ring back to me and then you have my heart or whatever. And she just hurls it over the she, cliff. And she makes a thing, declaration, which I, they didn't really get into. I thought it was going to go differently. She's like, anyone who finds this ring, I will marry. And then hurls it off this cliff. And he instantly jumps off the cliff. He does a proper good Tom Cruise dive. Oh, yeah. Like, it was really, really athletic dive. Yeah. Perfect formation. And uh, she screams, a blood-curdling scream, like it was a huge surprise to her. She, like, Hey, I've set this challenge for you. Are you immediately doing it? Yeah, and then no! <laughs> on the edge of the cliff, clutching at her hair, like you know, no, like like, and then he's just calmly dives into the water. Yeah, like, and he's like hunting creek, the bottom of the creek, yeah. whatever it is. And then right at that moment is when the goblins have caught, caught up to the unicorn, and it mm. seems like it all happened at the same time. I think is what they were trying to go for. They cut off the horn of the the unicorn, the sick unicorn, the stallion. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And then they're like, yes, we got it. And then back to Jack, ferreting around in the bottom of this like this deep pool mm. and back up to Lily, freaking the hell out on top of the cliff because she set this insane challenge that he did. I don't... I don't understand what her, mm. her but thing she was she really... The same, yeah, same sort of thing where she's just insanely freaking out about it. And the storm winds. And the weather is mm. like is really turning for the worst. So when Jack finally has to go up for breath, it's actually like... Winter has suddenly set in really violently and, like, the top of the water has frozen over. Mm. So he, like, has a moment where he has to, like, smash through mm. the ice and I know she's getting buffeted around in the snow and wind, I guess. Up on the cliff, yeah. yeah. But it was a very extravagant, explosive Tom Cruise scene coming up yep. through the ice. I think maybe that was like, we need this ice smash scene. So how are we going to set this up? <laughs> Let's set up this very arbitrary ring toss, <laughs> line it all up, and now we can do the sweet-ass shot of him just going, yeah, Tom Cruise is like, I'm really good at smashing up through ice. Smashing and smashing. And like, because he's, he smashes for a while. It's that, like, you know, you see people scrambling under ice yeah. and it makes you, you know, it's, it gives you anxiety. Makes you want to die from and terror, you're like, yeah. you're holding your breath without realising it while you're yeah. watching it. And then he breaks through and you're like, oh, thank God, he's safe. And then, uh, I don't know, I think I was all blurred by that. Yeah, like, uh, time, no, time is obviously not working properly mm. now because she runs off, It's everything's just covered in snow and, like, she runs back to the uh, peasant's house mm-hmm. and it's just snow and ice. Frozen. Like, oh, and it, she, we didn't mention before, when she was there earlier, she had a little snapshot where she was looking at the clock and then her reality blurred and she could see the ice. She could see the frozen clock. Oh, I don't remember that. You don't remember that? No. So she was like in the thing going, ha, 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 now, blah, blah, blah. And then she's like, oh, the clock's chiming. So she looks at it and then suddenly it's like a shift and she sees it all frozen for a second and she's like, oh. And then it goes back to normal. She's like, oh, okay, good. Everything's back to normal. Yeah. So she goes back to the cottage and she looks at the clock and she's like, oh, my God. And then yeah. the goblins come. 
Yeah, the goblins are... So, meanwhile, Jack's flying around wondering where the, where the fuck Lily's gone. gone uh, and she's disappeared. So that's why I think time has is not working for them the same way. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's in the house and she can hear the goblins coming. So she runs upstairs and hides. And they come in and, like, all the people living in the house, so the man, woman, and the baby are just mm-hmm. frozen solid. And the goblins come in and are like, you know, exposition telling us what their schemes and plans are. Really <laughs> insane dialogue where it's just, oh, it's just madness. Like, it's, I can't even, yeah. I, I was going to write down some things, but I'm like, oh, no. I don't know. It's just a, the dialogue is is mad. Like, you know, they're goblins. We don't know what goblins will say, I guess. But, but they, they explain, like, the reason why everything. they were able to shoot it is because Lily, Lily like that, that girl, it. distracted it and it was perfect. So ha, she's like, she's such an idiot. What did I do? Yeah, it was all her fault. Ha, ha, ha. Like, why do you think Jack was mad at you? I know he couldn't stay mad at you very long because he's a horny, horny, like, Wild forest boy. boy. <laughs> <laughs> But, yeah, like, I can't believe she was so naive. Yeah. And she's like, oh, I'll make it right. And uh, one of them threatens to eat the, the baby. And like, and oh, I love milk-fed flesh. Yeah, and they always being real crazy. Like, we're going to find that girl. We're going to eat her. I'm going to chew up all her um, flesh or something. And one of them's like, I'm going to suck her bones. And they're like, calm down. And I think that even one of the goblins like, that's too much. Like, yeah. It was kind of funny. And then um, they've got this unicorn horn and they're just faffing about with it shooting because it's magical like a little wand now yeah so one of the gobos is like yeah baby i got this like magical wand he's showing off now i'm darkness yeah look at me so um they're just being just gross little goblins living it up the high life and so she's and she's horrified because she realizes what she's done yes and then we cut to um old mate jack and he's asleep beautifully asleep yeah and that's bum shot yeah and he's like and again this this shot just looks like a beautiful fairy tale illustration it's Mm -hmm. like there's little snow bits coming down he's covered in this glittery snow just like a like dusting of like confectionery sugar yeah he's just like a little angel asleep (laughs) next to the fire he's in the snow quite deep so i was thinking oh i'd be so cold and then this little firefly comes up to him and it, it's just it's beautiful it's mm. like it's like hardcore fantasy like it's yeah such fantasy i just wrote jack asleep at the fire at the fire in the snow brackets beautiful and then squeals hilariously when he's woken because that oh, little yes. thing and he's he literally squeals and i was like <laughs> oh that was good he was like a really like a squealing pig like it wasn't like a wow like a man yeah. it was just i loved it uh he woken up by what appears to be a fairy i guess yeah and a creepy elf child thing called Gump appears. Honeythorn Gump. So he's this little, he looks like a 12-year-old boy wearing Mm. just a loincloth pretty much, like a nappy loincloth. And he's in the snow with no, oh, he's got little elf shoes, but he's got no shirt on, so he's just bare-chested. All I can think about is how frozen this little thing is. Yeah, like it's snow there, not actually that cold. Well, yeah, I I guess he's, maybe he has, he's magical. He seems like he shows off like he's magical. Um, doesn't actually do anything particularly magic no he doesn't he just has an insane monologue (laughs) where he's talking about i don't he's talking mad talk and then he's saying he knows everything he knows everything and you know he's saying i i'm all knowing i'm a very special whatever i am you've come across me or i've come across you and now we're connected and so then jack's like okay cool 
what the hell is going on? He's like, oh, well, I don't know that. Yeah. <laughs> so and, then, he just, and also Jack is just like, oh, my God, I, I did take I did take Lily to go see the unicorns. And like, what? How dare you? A mortal can't do that. And he's, he's like, so pissed. but I did it for love. And they're like, that's okay. That's excusable. He, yeah. As long as you can answer this riddle. <laughs> this, like, I, oh, I was so mad doing this. Because it was like, because I love fantasy. Riddles predominantly are to get past a person. So it's like, oh, you want to move on to the next level? Let me give you a riddle or you want some information let me give you a riddle. we want treasure yeah. so i will forgive you if you will you would do this riddle like, that just seems insane like you get punished like i don't know but it was insane he gave okay can i just get away with anything in that world and like but i did it for love i murdered that other person maybe i didn't realize it was the love card yeah. he played that gave him the yeah. riddle card yeah i just thought this little insane creature was like he was so pissed as mm. well his face was just this theatrical it was good yeah. made me giggle but he's like under light lit and his eyes are boggling and he's staring down at him his little <laughs> teeth are clenched and he's just this little and he's got awesome little elf ears and he's just staring at jack with this insane pissed off face and then he's like and then there's bubbles everywhere as well so oh yeah this is where the bubbles come in suddenly there's bubbles all around and then there are all these other little like folk woods woodsy folk they don't look like this boy but they look like so they look like dwarves to me but i looked it up and they're actually elves oh okay well they look so they look like dwarves yeah they kind of look gnomey dwarfy to me they Mm. have scottish accents so i'm like well dwarves yeah and then (laughs) i don't understand so much happens that doesn't make sense Mm -hmm. one of them who i think is brown tom Mm -hmm. takes off his hat Mm -hmm. and he has a weird shaped bottle i just wrote brown exactly (laughs) i was like okay insane face then there are bubbles. Forgiveness riddles? Why offer forgiveness riddles? Riddle fit ensues. So he gives this riddle. has nothing to do with what's going on. Oh, what is the riddle? I, I wrote Ooh. it down. I know um, the answer. I don't know the riddle. Is, what is a bell that doesn't ring, yet it's Nell makes the angels sing? And Jack's like, flowers, bluebells. And he's like, <laughs> And he, he, he literally has a fit about it. He's so mad. It's like, and he was asking it really calmly, like, oh, you can get it. Like, and yeah. it looked like he was being encouraging. And I guess maybe this is the character that I had for him, that he's yeah. a Trixie. But it, none of it made sense. No. He was, he literally storms away, lays himself on the ground and has a fit, like yeah. a tantrum, and is like thrashing around in the snow. <laughs> and everyone's like, ooh. And everyone, even the other elves seem really awkward. They're like, yeah. oh. And then, so fit ensues. Then comes Brown Tom. What is the scene in Cavalry? Yeah. Oh. So he takes off his hat and then for some reason he's like, they got to share wine. He's got a little wine bottle under there. Because, oh, no, Jack says something about oh. doing this thing um, is like thirsting but there's no wine or something. Something about wine is mentioned and Brown Tom's like, well, lucky under my hat I yeah. have some wine. And Gump they, gets over his fit and is like, oh. They all chipper. share thimbles of wine. And yeah. I'm like, I don't understand why we're doing this. And like the swinging tie rope of, I don't know, the wrong words, but... This insane gump who his his emotions are unhinged. Like mm. he's like, hello, I'm this this all-knowing thing. Oh no, I don't know that. Oh, you made me really mad. Okay, it's okay, I can forgive you. Here's a riddle. Oh, you got it right. I wanted to kill you. Oh, angry, <laughs> angry. Okay, I'll have a piece of wine. And now we're friends again. So yeah. it was just a it's very a roller coaster of of confusion. Yeah. And the characters, and again, they're all so beautiful. Yeah, like the, the, the elf makeup. gnome guys just look great. Brown Tom is to die for. Like the way yeah. he looks, he's a little beady. Like usually when it's 80s and they've got big prosthetics all over their face, you can kind of see where their face begins and the prosthetic is. Mm. Brown Tom, like he looks like what he is. His yeah. eyes, it like they must have had something right up to the eyelids of the actor. Mm. I don't know how he lived in that thing, but he looks, and his nose is moving and twitching, and he, like, he looks incredible. Yeah, 
freaking love Brown Tom, but it didn't make sense. Didn't make sense. Like Brown Tom and the other, I can't remember what the other mm. elves' name was. Uh, they, yeah, they looked incredible. Like I couldn't, Scallywag or something I like couldn't that. figure Google. out their purpose. No. Really. And there's like dialogue, interactions, reactions are just ridiculous and contrived. Like they, they yeah. lose their shit over nothing. <laughs> and then they talk about very serious matters with like, oh, well, ho-hum. Like, yeah. uh, <laughs> and there's a lot of, I guess it's from editing as well. If they cut lots of stuff out, it's confusing. But even mm. if it was there, I don't know how they those scenes how they justify like much of what happened like maybe there was a reason they brought up to them having wine but that was not properly explained and i don't know how you would have explained that Mm. suddenly brown tom is presenting hat alcohol Mm. hat wine to them yeah and like he can have his own secret stash of wine Mm. it's just oh do you know why that is because they established later because someone shoots at him and Mm, the wine saves him so i feel like these all seem like afterthoughts so like the we need a bursting through the ice scene, so how are we going to get that? Let's just cobble that together. Yeah. And we need this guy to get shot and look like he's dead but actually be saved, so like kind of like a Bible in the breast yeah, pocket. Yeah, in the breast pocket, yeah. They're like, okay, well, you give him a little thing in his hat. He's like, okay, well, now how are we going to introduce that? Like they need to know. It can't just suddenly happen. Yeah, so, so we, but we're going to – We'll just tack on a little – Create a crappy scene. Yeah, we'll just tack wine. on a little cheers at the end of their like rage scene and then um and then that's all Okay, good. maybe they're agreeing to – they don't explicitly say like, okay, I'm going to help you. We're going to sort this out. Mm. So that's, I guess, where the confusion is. Um, so they leave. I think they, they find... Mm. He says, oh, there has to be a hero or something. Is that that part? Maybe. And then they're like... And then Gum just turns to Tom Cruise and is like... Or Jack and is like, you're going to be the hero. And he's like, but I know nothing about heroism or weapons or armor. He's like, that's no problem. I've got weapons and armor. He's like, yeah, but I don't know about them. <laughs> he's like, don't worry about that. And then <laughs> they go off. And then yeah. they leave Brown Tom to look after the unicorn. Because so they, they find the mare and mm-hmm. she's mourning the loss of It's really the sad. Yeah. It yeah. makes you – yeah, it was actually beautiful and, and the sad, horse is so. like, oh. Like, I don't know how you make a horse act that well, but they – yeah. Probably just, something horrible. Yeah. This has been pranking it with needles or something and it's yeah. so sad. Just uh, whipping it restlessly. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, this, they actually killed a white horse for her to mourn over. Oh, I thought you, you were saying that was a true. That I was really, I was really upset for a second. Then, oh no, um, yeah. So they leave Brown Tom uh, to guard the other unicorn, and they're off on their mission to start their mission. Mm-hmm. And I'm just gonna pause it there for a second, Rachel, because um, we're already uh, quite away into time wise, but we are not super far into the plot. So can I'm would you really be okay? Good at digressing. <laughs> Like it's like my specialty. There's so much in it. This movie has yeah. so much in it. Like it's a visual feast, but it's also a bewildering time. So I think we're not going to ease up on describing things. So I actually want to cut this episode yeah, here. Easy. And then we're gonna continue on later. So because we're gonna have a week in between the parts, can you please tell us where we could find you on the internet? Oh yes. Okay. So I'm part of a, an art duo called Art Rats, uh, which you can uh, find on instagram at art rats underscore underscore and i also do art my own personal art on rock and art which is like kraken without the k underscore art yes uh, yeah uh so we will continue this uh we have left it off where brown tom is looking after a unicorn and they're off to start their mission i feel like that's a pretty good stop point and we will continue next week uh in the meantime you can find me all my details on tomcruisereviews.com and we will see you next week 